Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday morning. Max, what's going on? Um, I guess lots. It was a, it was a hectic uh, Sunday. Um, you know, you mentioned on the uh, show yesterday how it seemed like the uh, the the books had had the lines pretty fucking sharp this week. It, mm-hmm. was a, it seemed like a tough week of betting, and uh, I it managed to scratch out a little bit of a profit yesterday. But uh, you know, uh, by by the grace of Kirk Cousins, I scratched out a profit. That's all I got to say. Is <laughs> so th- thank you, Kirk Cousins, for doing what you do uh, when adversity shows up. Um, but yeah, some, some fun football. I can't wait to talk about it. What is up? Sex Panther. Yeah, it was a tough week to, to bet on these games. And, uh, like Max, I think I eked out an incredibly small profit, but, um, could have been a better day if the chiefs would have covered their line, but it is what it is. We'll take it. And, uh, I actually had a pretty decent weekend in my NBA. Saturday, I went four and on my NBA picks there you go. and I've been in, dabbling a little bit on the totals in hockey so <laughs> having a little bit of fun out there it was a fun weekend and uh, lots lots to talk about nfl from yesterday you're posting this all in the in the uh, your channel in the book club i am i am all right I, 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 not not to be the one that audits you panther but you, you on friday you didn't post all the games you mentioned on the show are you just covering certain games in the in in, in the book club or are you covering everything you're talking about on the show as well I no, I'm not covering what I talk about on the show. Everybody needs to download and listen to the show. If it's on the show, I'm not. It's not in my channel. Okay, that, it's that's going to make my life incredibly fucking difficult to figure out. You know, like uh, how everyone's doing then, because you know, I, I, I can post it. I was going to give you credit for the fucking Celtics win on Friday, but it wasn't in your channel, so I was like, yeah, fuck it. He, he didn't put it in his channel, so I'm not giving him credit for it. Oh well, yeah. That, that's what the, the wins, that's what the, the, the on the take. show bets yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, the wins, the wins you'll take. The W stands for both. Yeah. The L stands for one or the other. Yeah, or or half. The L stands for half. <laughs> oh man. So Max, you want to talk about it? What happened over the weekend? Yeah, well, we'll go through uh, my my week eleven touchdown. Uh, point number one. We'll call this carted off the fields. Uh, Justin Fields suffered a shoulder injury in Chicago's twenty seven twenty four loss to the Falcons yesterday. But the question is, does it matter? I mean, does he even need a shoulder? <laughs> I, I honest question: Does Justin does he need a shoulder? He threw for 153 yards, one touchdown. But once again, it was his legs that did the damage, running for 85 yards and a TD. He outran both Cordell Patterson and David Montgomery. So you know, two starting running backs. Uh, the uh, the quarterback for the Bears outran them both. But listen. It was Patterson who made history yesterday. Panther, did you see what Cordell Patterson did yesterday? Uh, another kickoff return. Was a kickoff or punt, but a, another long, long return by Cordell Patterson. Return. Kickoff yeah. return. He now is the number one kickoff returner in history. That was his ninth all-time oh. with that 103-yarder yesterday. So I, I do believe that Devin Hester has the most returns because – Kick returns and punt returns combined. I think Hester is still the king yes, there, yes. but Cordell Patterson now with nine kickoff returns. 
uh, that was the offense needed for the Falcons to win that game. And, uh, you know, listen, uh, Justin Fields, we like Justin Fields, right? I think we, 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 mm-hmm. like I've turned a corner on Justin Fields, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, he's got to win some games. That defense. <laughs> he's he's got to be able to win some games. Like he keeps these teams in it, but you know, but but he's he's got to be able to win some games for us to say that he's uh he's he's going to be able to be the future of the NFL. Um, you know, keeping it close and losing, uh, not not the way to be the future of the NFL. But we'll Baker Mayfield injury. That is the Baker Mayfield or the Sam Darnold special. <laughs> Point number two: a Detroit home win. Fans of Ford Field finally got to experience what it feels like to get a solid home win this week. Of course, it was the Bills, who were the home team in Detroit, getting the win. Bills managed to escape the snowfall of Buffalo, travel to the great state of Michigan in order to beat the Browns 31-23. See what I did there, Panther? To be fair, the Road Lions also got a win. They were in New Jersey beating the shit out of the New York Frauds 31-18. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I said the New York Frauds. Did you think I meant the Jets? Yeah, well, they fit the description, too, as well. They lost 10-3 to the Patriots. Point number three... I, I haven't checked the scoreboard. Have the Cowboys stopped scoring yet? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. That, that friend is Saxy Maxi because he's he's he, he'd like the pain to fucking stop. Dallas went on to beat Minnesota uh, fucking forty to three. It should have been worse because they basically pulled the fucking starters. Listen, I I I got Pollard in my fucking fantasy team, right? He was my keeper. Uh, I basically kept him for nothing because I picked him off of waivers last year, and uh, pretty solid, pretty solid that guy. He could have kept running if he wanted to, but, you know, they, they pulled the starters at the end. Uh, they, they should have put Zeke in the game at that point, right? You know, they should have put the backup in. Uh, letdown <laughs> game for the Vikings, right? I mean, you know, they won their Super Bowl last week against the Bills. It was a letdown game uh, for Dallas. They bounced back from a uh, loss, you know, a bad Packers team. Now they look like a football team that can actually get bounced in the first round instead of missing the playoffs altogether. Point number four, I miss Jeff Fisher. At least the Rams would be, you know, 500 team right now if Fisher was managing them. Uh, kind of showed a couple of glimpses of brilliance yesterday offensively, but that went downhill when Stafford once again placed in concussion <clears throat> protocols. With Cooper Cup out six to eight weeks with angle surgery, Stafford's brain scrambled like eggs. I think the Rams should just punt the season and give the Lions the best fucking first round draft pick that they can give them. Right. I mean, that, <laughs> that should be a nice present to the fucking Lions. Hell, maybe the Lions could draft a quarterback and Jared Goff become a free agent and come back home. Because we're going to need a quarterback after Stafford gets uh, you know hit one more fucking time. Point number five, Saturday turned into Sunday real quick. Jeff Saturday got a real taste of the NFL as he tried to go toe-to-toe with the Eagles. Came up a little short there, just a little bit short. Uh, Colts kind of dominated the Eagles for the most part of that game, but never really found a way to stop Jalen Hurts. And in the end, it was Hurts' legs that doomed the Colts' 17-16 Philly win. For Eagles coach Nick Sirianni, though, it was a really emotional win. It was his first game in Indy since being an assistant under Frank Reich. Maybe now uh, Frank Reich can be an assistant under Sirianni. Point number six, the Raiders looked really good at the end of the fourth quarter in overtime. I mean, they, they you know actually looked like they were playing some inspired football. First time all season. Uh, maybe Derek Carr's emotional breakdown last week got the team motivated to win. Too bad they're three and seven and the season is pretty much fucking over for them. But hey, listen, better late than never, right? I guess Uh, for Denver, they switched offensive play calling uh, and their offense still looked like shit. So it's safe to say they have 245 million other reasons why the offense is awful. Extra point here. I miss Travis Kelsey. (laughs) For those of you who have listened to this show for years, first off, my condolences. (laughs) 
But secondly, you know that I used to have Travis Kelsey as the tight end on my fantasy football team for many years. Last year, I ended up trading him, and I like after the trade, I instantly regretted it. And now this season, I opted to draft Kyle uh, Kyle Pitts as my tight end. His results, I'm just going to run through some numbers for you. 2.9, 2 2.9, 2 11.2, 3, 0, 9.4, 2.4, 16.5, 3.7, 3.8, and 5.80. Okay. Travis Kelsey had six catches last night for 115 yards, three touchdowns, including the go-ahead touchdown that allowed KC to beat the Chargers 30-27. to If you just took his last night's performance, combined it with his Week 5 performance, guess what? You'd have more fantasy points than Kyle Pitts has had all fucking season. So yes, Mr. Kelsey, if you somehow hear this, just know that I appreciate you. And Kyle Pitts, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and that is Max's Week 11 touchdown. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Panther, you have some questions? I got two questions, and I expect these, uh, the second one maybe to take a little bit longer. I don't know. But question number one, the Commanders went on the road and won again. That's four out of five that they've won with Taylor Heineke, Heineke, uh, Heineke, pick a, pick a pronunciation, uh, at the helm. Can the Washington Commanders make a playoff run with Taylor Heineke? As their quarterback. Question number two. The current AFC standings have all wild card teams filled by the East and the North. Can the South or the West get anyone other than their division winners into the playoffs? And if so, who? I will start off the first one. Um, I'll say no. Listen, uh, we, we, I think we kind of addressed this. Tyler Hanicki is a, a, a decent enough backup quarterback. He can he can get you through a, a rough stretch. Uh, going and beating the fucking Houston uh, Texans with their putrid fucking offense. Oh. I'm not gonna fucking I'm, oh. I'm not gonna fucking like uh, you know slap him on the back and say hey great fucking win there. That is, uh, is one of the worst offensive fucking performances I've ever fucking watched. <laughs> like terrible. it was it was absolute shit out there. Um, but listen, I mean, the commanders are right in the fucking mix of it. So it's, it, you know, uh, it's it's hard to say what, what's going on in the uh, NFC right now. Um, Giants got their asses fucking whooped yesterday as as we fucking pr- predicted. It was eventually going to happen. The Giants are going to get fucking asses kicked as their schedule gets harder. Um, you know, I think may, maybe maybe Washington can, you know, leap the fucking Giants. Uh, you know, I, I think yesterday kind of showed two things. One is um I, I do. I, I appreciate the Dallas Cowboys for being a you know second tier good team, right? I think that they are in that second uh, class of of teams, and uh, you know the, after that it's a fucking free for all for the playoffs. So can Washington make the playoffs? I maybe, maybe, um, but I just I don't have enough faith in in, in Hinicky as as a true star, starter. I think some of that gloss is gonna you know he's gonna get a tough Eagles matchup or he's gonna get you know something that's just gonna fucking rock his goddamn fucking head, right? Um, even though he beat the Eagles, I know that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> something's gonna happen where he's he's gonna fucking fall to earth and it's gonna be fucking bad. So uh, Arch, uh, what do you think about Mister Hinicky? Yeah, I think they have a real chance to uh, leapfrog the Giants. I mean, they still just have to play the Giants twice, right, in their schedule. Yeah. So yeah, so I think they have a real chance to leapfrog the Giants and to, and and actually maybe sneak into the playoffs. It, 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 they're they're definitely there. I'm not a big fan of Taylor Heineke. I think, yeah, I, I think he's playing good right now, but I don't think he's a long term solution. I think the wheels are going to fall off eventually. Yeah, with their next their uh, next four games. Uh, this is where the competition is. They, they're playing at Atlanta this week. 
They get the Giants twice with a bye week, sandwich in between, back-to-back, and then they're at San Francisco. Those are the teams, quite literally, they're battling for that wild-card spot, so they have an opportunity to control their own destiny. Week 14 bye. You know, like two and two, right? I mean, you know, that that's, that would be a good fucking, you know, they're, they're what, uh, six and five now, right? Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It'd be in first in the South. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> Just they, even if they split those, I mean, they're, they're still, what, eight and seven, right? Eight and seven. That's still in the mix of things. Right there, they, yeah. They split, split those, right? Um, so, yeah, listen, I, I think I think Washington uh, has turned things around, that's for sure. Uh, you know, health was a big factor for them, right? They they started off the season incredibly unhealthy, and they, they've uh, gotten things back together. But, uh, you know, I, this is a team that, listen, they, this isn't a knock necessarily on Carson Wentz, but it's just this team is familiar with fucking Taylor Hernicky. He played there last year. He had some, you know, uh, some respect in the locker room. Uh, I remember a very emotional game. I want to say that was in Carolina because I think he's originally from like North Carolina or something like that or Atlanta. It was, it was, I think maybe it was Atlanta. But I remember a very emotional game where that fucking team just like rallied behind him and he had the fucking game of his goddamn career. So he's got some talent in him. It's just he's not a starter in this league. I, I hate to say it, you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I think they'll be in the mix. Do they make it? I think they fall a little short is my guess. That sounds that sounds about right. It sounds yeah. I, I would. Yeah, I'd say that's probably pretty close. Uh, I will knock t- Carson Wentz. Apparently, everywhere he goes, nobody likes him. Nobody <laughs> likes him because I mean, we heard about this. It was personality issues with the Colts is pro- I think they like Heineke. The team likes Heineke a lot better than Carson Wentz. Everywhere he goes, nobody likes him. So there's something there. You, you want to play for a guy you like and believe in. So, I mean, that could be why the commanders look a little bit better. Despite not to not to throw some X Files music or some fucking conspiracy theory in here, but you know Carson Wentz has been very injured in his career, right? Like he's he's not been able to stay healthy. He's been a very injured guy. Do you think uh, some of those uh, you know offensive linemen are kind of like taking it easy? You know, just like uh, taking <laughs> a couple plays uh, off here. And there. I don't want to think yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, a little conspiracy theory there is. I hate this son of a bitch. Let him get fucking rocked a couple plays in a row. <laughs> oh, that's funny. What was the second question? Second question is: uh, Will an AFC wild card uh, come from? Uh, the South or the West? And my answer is no. no. I think the, Col- the Colts had a chance yesterday, right? I think the Colts had their chance yesterday. If they knock off the Eagles, I think the Colts are right there in the mix for the fucking South um, and possibly a wild card. I say no. I don't see a single fucking team. Uh, the Chargers, the Chargers fucking just showed what they, they're made of. And I don't know what the fucking issue there is. Maybe it's maybe it's head coaching. Maybe, maybe it's head coaching. I don't know. Um, I think defense might be the fucking biggest fucking thing. I know they invested heavily in the defense, but that defense still looks like a civet fucking times. Uh, I I say no. I do think that it's uh, the the fucking East and and the North. Like absolutely, the, those are the fucking wild cards. I I can't see a single fucking team uh, coming out of the others. No, I agree with you one hundred percent. I the Chargers may make a run, but they seem incapable of making the run. So I. I, I the Patriots is the weak link, right, in this uh, in this uh, wild card hunt. I just don't know if the Chargers have enough to get over the Patriots. Well, the Chargers have already played Kansas City twice, right? So they got that out of the way. So if they can pick up a Raider win or a Bronco win, I'm not sure exactly what their schedule looks like. I think the Chargers are the only one that might have a chance. Depends on, you know, Cincinnati's still got to play Baltimore one more time and what the AFC East does, but it looks like it will probably be three out of the East, two out of the North, and then your uh, two division winners from the South and the West. And I mean, hell, at this point, mathematically, 
they don't give them the asterisk, but God damn it. Kansas City's three games up and swept the Chargers. That division's done. They, yeah. They've already won. Here's the Chargers remaining at Cardinals, at Raiders, versus Dolphins, versus Titans, at Colts, versus Rams, oh. at Broncos. It's winnable. Right? It's winnable, I mean, but this is also they losable. They can make a run. Say one, two, three, four wins in there. How many wins do they have right now? Five. Five. I don't think nine's going to be enough. Nine's not going to be enough. No. no, 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 not enough. They're not beating the Dolphins. They're not beating the Titans. I, I can't see that happening. And the Titans, that you know, I, not to say that's going to be a meaningful game, but it's still a fucking mid uh, mid December game. They're not going to fucking start benching people then. No, right? no, no. So, hmm. I, I yeah, I think nine's not going to be enough to make it. You know, especially looking, looking at the East right now, right? I mean, if you just look at the fucking standings in the East now that the fucking uh, – are the Jets now in last place and they're still above 500? Yes, six right? and four, yeah. last place. Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. I mean, listen, the Bengals are six and four, the Jets are six and four, the Patriots six and four, and the Buffalo Bills are seven and three. I mean, uh, I, I know seven, te- seven teams make it, right? So one, yeah. two, three, four – Five, six, seven. Oh yeah, the, the, there's no way the Chargers could do it with nine wins. I, I just don't think, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I, and, there, and then and then the South. I mean, again, like, the, the Colts losing yesterday. That was it for them. Six wins or six losses. Not it just can't get over the hump. And and the tie too. And the I tie. Mean, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did see a stat about a number one team. I don't think I've ever, ever, ever seen before. The Minnesota Vikings are eight and two. Oh God! Yeah. Their point differential mm-hmm. is minus two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, never, never fucking happened. Before. I've never seen. I don't, I don't think, think I've yeah. ever seen that before, ever. I mean, it wasn't negative going into last yesterday game. They were, there, <laughs> I think, they were 30, 30, 37 positive, right? Yesterday going into yesterday's game, you know. So uh, when they when they lose, they leave no doubt, right? Right. Thank you, I, Eagles. I, thank you, Cowboys. Now we're minus two point differential. I'm just, just saying. Listen, Tampa Bay is only plus three right now, right? I mean, yeah, yeah they, but they're five they, and five, not eight and two. <laughs> hey, Jack, Jacksonville's three and seven. They're plus eleven. Yeah, I know. God damn it. Yeah, you'd like to have a little bit more fucking uh, uh, wiggle room there with your fucking uh, point differential, right? Yeah, maybe a little <laughs> bit where you can lose by thirty-seven points and still. Have- <laughs> Positive. Like I'm just saying, the Eagles lose by 37. They're still in the positive by by a lot. The Dallas Cowboys lose by 37. They're still in the positive by a lot. You know, uh, the uh, expected win loss ratio according to Pro Football Reference, uh, the Vikings are five and five. Yeah, listen. But, I mean, you know, we we were talking about this on the show yesterday. Is is uh, you know the, the Minnesota Vikings should not have that record. There's a lot of fucking luck on their side, and eventually it was going to fucking wear off, and it wore off fucking big time yesterday. And I do think that there was a fucking bit of a hangover or a letdown. After that emotional big fucking win over the Bills last week. And I think Dallas had a chip on their shoulder because, you know, they know that they fucking let a, a win, a much, you know, a, a critical win slip through their fucking fingers last week, mm-hmm. you know? So I think Dallas came, Dallas just looked fucking amazing. <laughs> and I know they're not amazing, but they looked amazing yesterday. Biggest win. In well, the, I, it was the it was the biggest blowout in the history of the Dallas Cowboy organization on the, on the road. Christ. Yeah, wow. on the road. And it impressed a certain free agent that's supposed to be yeah, making it yeah, here soon. Yeah. I think I think uh, we know where uh, OBJ is going to end up. Yeah, that's for sure. All right. Take All right. Break. Let's take yeah. a break. Yeah, let's talk about the book club. Uh, how do you get access to the book club? You can go to thedgens.net and you can sign up free for three days. What is the book club? It is a private Discord channel. And within that private Discord channel, is a bunch of sub channels where you can follow your 
favorite DJs or any DJ. It doesn't have to be your favorite. It could be your least favorite. As long as they're making you money, you don't fucking have to like the person. It doesn't fucking matter. But you can follow their picks if you want to or just hang out, talk about spicy memes, talk about pop culture, talk about sports. Follow. The, I listen, you know, a lot, a lot of, uh, I guess, play-by-play as the games are going on. That's, that's some stuff to, to follow if you want to. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, hang out, have some fun. Talk some barbecue if you want. Do whatever you want. If you book it, over the book club. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, Monday night football and those eight and a halfs are all gone. Ten, ten and a half. Great. Even better. Um, listen, the NFL's visited the UK. They visited Germany, and now they're heading to Mexico. Monday night battle in Estadio Azteca. That's where it's fucking happening right now. Cardinals going to act as the quote-unquote home team in this match, looking for consecutive wins for the first time this season. Uh, of course, got that win over the Rams last week in the battle of the backup quarterbacks. And uh, listen. Apparently, Kyler's not going to be able to respond to the call of duty this week because he's out once again. And that's why we're seeing this line uh, plummet. So maybe I'll just shut up and just like hold off to right before the game to get as many points as I want here. Uh, 49ers looking to uh, get at least a tie in the first place, right? With the NFC West, they win today. They are tied with Seattle. Uh, they have won two in a row, and uh, they beat both L.A. teams, which I'm not sure is such a fucking badge of honor anymore, right? I mean, this year you beat fucking both L.A. teams, and whatever. But still, <laughs> Niners looking to be a team that can make a run in the NFC. I'm going to start with a win today. But I, I cannot, at least I don't fucking, I think Colt McCoy maybe even has them. Is DeAndre Hopkins playing? I saw he was questionable. If DeAndre Hopkins is playing and fucking Colt McCoy is out there, I think the fucking uh, Arizona Cardinals can keep it within 10 and a half here. So, I had a profitable day yesterday, as I mentioned. I'm going to piss it all away by fucking just betting the the, the Cardinals plus 10.5. bet on Arizona. You know, I kind of had an inkling that Kyler Murray wasn't going to play, and I had this written down when it was minus 8. I wasn't going to lay the 8. I was actually going to pull a max and money line, but now that we're at 10.5, what is that, like minus 500 or worse? I don't I don't think I can do it. I'm going to lean San Francisco. I really believe in this team. I like what they're doing with McCaffrey. I like the way they're they're playing. I think this is a team that can really get right on both sides of the ball. This could be an exhibition for them to show how good they are. This is a team that's dangerous in the NFC. I think they can actually win this by 14 or more points, but I'm just going to lean San Francisco. I lied. I can still get eight and a half at Pinnacle right now, this second, if you want it, Panther. Uh, what's the money line on that? Uh, minus 413. <sighs> you know what? Just give me the eight and a half. I think they're going to slap. There you go. Okay. 
Uh, at the ten and a half, I have to jump on it with Max. I think this triggers like the Kyle Phil algorithm too, right? You know, the backup quarterback. Ten and a half, you know, it's not at home, but still, ten and a half is a lot of points. I think Arizona can do it. I'm jumping on it with you, Max. Fifty bucks, Cardinals. Ten and a half. I mean, McCoy's not shit, right? I'm like, I'm uh, honestly speaking, like Colt McCoy is is one of the elite fucking backup <laughs> quarterbacks in this league. You know, he's I, I put him over Taylor Hernicky as as, oh. as as an elite backup quarterback. Right. I mean, uh, Marcus Mariota de- definitely uh, fucking proven uh-huh. that he is. He's he's the legitimate most <laughs> MVP of fucking backup quarterbacks in this fucking league. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Colt McCoy, he's, he's a solid fucking guy. Um, so listen, I mean, uh, the fact that this is going to be in Mexico, too, like what are this field conditions are going to be like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I re- I remember like some of those fucking nightmare fucking field conditions out there. So I mean, yeah, McCaffrey better watch out. He might be fucking uh, heading to the injury list. He fucking uh, trips on a fucking little uh you know piece piece of grass out there. Fucking blade of grass fucking trips him up and he gets injured. So uh listen, yeah, San Francisco, they're more than likely going to win the West, and they need to fucking win this game. I think they win this game, but I mean. I a touchdown, you know, tell, tell, tell me I get a touchdown, a field goal and a hook. Yeah, Ooh, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Uh, NBA Panther is apparently killing it in the NBA, right? Uh, Friday and Saturday, not so much yesterday. Sunday's <laughs> killed. I don't know what it is about Sunday, but Sundays in the NBA are not good. <laughs> it's getaway day. They're benching everybody. Uh, I got uh, got three, uh, what is it, seven games today? I think I got three out of the seven I'm going to talk about. Uh, uh, Let's rip the Band-Aid off once again. I've hit Boston my last few times betting them, and uh, I'm going to jump on them again today. Uh, Chicago, they've lost four in a row, and maybe this is kind of that prime spot for them to show up and fucking get a much-needed win, but... I think they're they're too busy lamenting of the, the fact that uh, Laurie Markkinen's out there in Utah kicking ass while uh, Levine's not not looking like the guy that they paid for right now. Uh, Celtics won nine straight. Have shown the league that they're ready to make a, a push to the finals once again. I like Boston on the road to grab the win. Ten dollar money line bet on the Celtics. Ah, uh, complete agreement. I probably should have been on it, but I I kind of had your train of thought that maybe Chicago will show up for a game at home, and maybe Boston's due to like take a game off. They've just been absolutely red hot, look unstoppable. It, it almost seems too easy of a play, which is why I shied away from it. I'll lean Boston. Yeah, leaning Boston with you. I just uh, yeah, I'm shying away. I six six and a half got me a little worried. Of course, the Bulls can lose by ninety, and it wouldn't really surprise anybody. Yeah, it's, it's a weird fucking team. This it's sometimes uh, sometimes Bulls like look like they're yeah. Remember earlier in the season they looked mm-hmm. like oh man they're gonna fucking run away with the East. Yeah, not so much. Another team that I thought was gonna run away with the East was the uh, Cleveland Cavs. <laughs> kind of remember I anointed them the fucking best in the East, and uh, since then they've kind of shit the bed. But listen, they've bounced back. They've won two games in a row, improved to six and one at home this year, uh, taking on the Atlanta Hawks, who have struggled a bit on the road. And in general, they've just struggled the last few weeks shooting from the field. So I, I like Cleveland here. I think they grabbed the win. Uh, pretty good money line. Only, only I, well, I think I had minus one forty two. I don't know if it's gotten any minus one thirty seven. It says here. Yeah, not bad. So a ten dollar money line bet on the Cavs. Yeah, this is a, another game a little too close to call. Some inconsistencies on both sides, Cleveland overall, and like you said, Atlanta on the road. I love the guard play from DeJounte Murray and um, Trey Young, but I think there's questions at guard in Cleveland. They went ahead and benched Karis LaVert. Uh, I don't know if they're just going to put him in the second unit, but they didn't like the way he was playing. 
Uh, Garland obviously is a stud for them, but I'm just going to lean Atlanta with those two and a half points. Yeah, I'm leaning it with you, uh, the two and a half. I, I, I'd like them just a little bit more, just a touch more before I bet it. All right, last one up for me, uh, Knicks and OKC. You know, I was wrong about the Thunder last time out, but I'm going to give them another shot today. It's a dynamic young team. They've shown a lot of promise uh, in this early season. Knicks entering the game um, number five of their road trip. Uh, They've lost their last two on the road. Uh, Shea and uh, Giddy, I think they're going to present a real challenge to this Knicks defense. I think the Thunder are going to hold home court tonight, get the win. I hate eating the chalk on a fucking Thunder team, right? I'm... (laughs) It seems weird eating chalk on a fucking Thunder team, but I'm going to do it. $10 money line bet on OKC. Yeah, the, if the Knicks play the last couple of games or any indicator, it just seems like they're exhausted. They're tired and they're ready to go home. Um, I'm with you. I like the Thunder. I particularly like the uh, guard play with Shea and Giddy, but eating chalk on Oklahoma City was something I really couldn't stomach. So a lean on the Thunder. Yeah, it, it shocks me too that I'm going to do it. I'm jumping on it with you. The, the minus two and a half. I think there's value there. Uh, I'm taking the Thunder minus two and a half for 10 bucks. Unfucking believable. <laughs> yeah, this, this is where we're at in the NBA season where the, the Thunder is a favorite. <laughs> Seems like a good fucking idea. Uh, that's it for me, Panther. What you got? Orlando's on the road going to Indianapolis, take on the Pacers. The nine and six. Who saw that coming? Mm. Pacers. They're actually playing really good. The Magic are banged up. Banchero hasn't played all week. I don't expect him to play tonight. But this young group are keeping games close. Even when they take losses, they keep the games close. I think they can keep it close against the Pacers. I'll take those seven points on the Magic. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't think so. Um, uh, maybe if this is a home game for Orlando, I'd give them a little bit more of a shot here. I think the Pacers are going to whip their fucking ass. Um, from all indications I'm seeing, it's, it seems like it's going to be a big win for the Pacers. I couldn't eat that chalk, though. I, I, I really like, uh, fucking – it was uh, minus minus seven points. I think it was like uh, – I don't know. It was minus 240 uh, right now. It's 275. Like yeah, yeah. I, just, I, just could, I just couldn't fucking do it. Uh, I'm going to lean Indiana here. Yeah, leaning the Pacers here as well. I just I don't want to lay the six and a half. I really don't, but I think they probably cover it. Oh, it's close. Just a lean. Next game up, let's have a look at Miami. Hitting the road, going against Minnesota. Uh, Miami's banged up. They're injured. But this is a team that is actually way deeper than I think we give them credit for. Granted, they're an old team, a veteran team, but eight and a half against a team like Minnesota that has no depth. I think the Heat can keep this going. Matter of fact, I think the Heat actually have a shot to win this game outright. I want the eight and a half points and $10 on the Heat. I mean, who's playing for Miami? I know Butler's out, uh, Hero's out, uh, Bam is. The only guy that might be playing. Uh, I don't even know who's playing for Miami. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't like this Miami team on the road right now either. Um, they're, they're not shooting very well on the road and without some of their top players. I just I couldn't quite, you know, get, get on board with that. Uh, I'm going to lean Minnesota here. I'm going to jump on it with you. Eight and a half is a lot of points. Even banged up Miami should be able to keep it within the eight and a half. I don't know about a win, but I'm going to take uh, 10 bucks and put it on Miami with you, Panther. I like it. All right, one more game. Golden State Warriors are on the road. They finally got a win. Uh, I don't know if it counts. It was against Houston. Houston. Right? <laughs> I don't know if it counts. Uh, they get a little stiffer competition against the Pelicans. They're in New Orleans. I think collectively we like this New Orleans team. We like what we're seeing out of them. Looks like Zion will not suit up and play here. 
But Golden State's the defending champs. They're not going to be somebody's little bitch. I actually think they can win this game outright. But even if they don't, five and a half, I expect them to keep this game close. I'm taking the dubs for 10 bucks with those five and a half points. I just the line seemed weird to me. I, I don't know. I just I, I I know like Golden State's more than struggled on the road, but five and a half just seemed a little too much disrespect here. I think Golden State goes out and wins this one. Uh, I'm going to lean the Warriors. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll lean the Warriors with you. I, I almost bet it, but can't quite. Man, I don't know what to make of them on the road. It, there's something going on. It's it's bizarre. I just I feel like there's going to be some correction. They're not they're not going to go like three and thirty eight on the road. They're going to get corrected. <laughs> Maybe that Houston game is what they needed. That's all I've got. I've got one last game. Portland is playing Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's minus nine, which I think mm-hmm. is just a touch too many points. Give me the Blazers here for ten bucks to keep it within that nine. Yeah, I'm hoping it gets nine and a half, but it's nine right now. Ten bucks. Yeah, some moral support here. I, I do worry because there's no Damian Lillard for Portland, and he's kind of the heart and soul of that team and heart and soul of that offense. Uh, Milwaukee's going to throw out any of you know if, if one of their three fucking you know uh, good players play and Damian Lillard doesn't. I think Milwaukee gets the win. Uh, maybe you're a little right with the minus nine, um, e- even without Lillard out there. So uh, I'll, I'll lean Portland with you. I'm not a game that I'm on. I. I, I like Milwaukee for the win. Obviously, not going to eat that money line chalk. I think the the line is grossly inflated because Drew Holiday's back. They're still without Middleton, but uh, a lean on Milwaukee. But yeah, it's just a little too much here. I've seen Milwaukee to play like they like to play in the uh, regular season, typically, historically, and we're good. Um, that's it. NHL, NHL. Uh, big slate of games today. I'm on two of them let's talk boston tampa bay uh solid matchup here between top teams in the east uh bruins of course they've won six in a row tampa's won four games in a row uh, boston really hasn't seen a challenge though during that whole winning stretch so a win today is going to be kind of good for motivation for them i mean leading the league in points should be good motivation as well but when most of those points come off the you know backs of shitty teams uh, you need that kind of fucking big win uh, i think they get that big win today on the road in tampa Whew. it's gonna be a hell of a matchup can't wait to watch it ten dollar bet on boston you know, could you imagine? I mean, money lines can get crazy, but could you imagine, Max, if you just flat bet took Boston and New Jersey this part of the season? I mean, well, you, I mean, you're you're New, banking. New Jersey's still getting plus lines for fuck's sake. That's oh, crazy. <laughs> uh, listen, these these two teams. I, I mean, I kind of we we know we Boston's capable, but man, what are they? Sixteen and two or something crazy like that? That. New Jersey's won 15 games. These two teams are playing out of their minds right now. Tampa Bay has been very bipolar. They've shown glimpses of life, and then they've shown just completely disinterested. I think Boston maybe has something to prove. They want to keep this win streak going. I like the Bruins here as well. I'm putting 10 bucks on the Bruins. I love it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, last one up for me. Um, the stars aligned, guys. It finally fucking happened. Uh, Arizona. And oh. Nashville. <laughs> uh, if, if listen, if you guys remember last season, the Islanders were on a really fucking long road trip to start the season. Well, Arizona said, "Hold my fucking beer," because today is Game Seven, oh. their seventh straight road trip, and they've got seven more after this. Wow! Oh my God! Coyotes have lost <clears throat> three of these road games in a row, outscored twelve to four in the process. Ooh, that's Pre- Vikings esque. Predators have played some pretty good hockey, but guess what they do? Guess what the Predators do? They get into penalty trouble. 
They rank seventh in power play opportunities against 40% of Coyotes goals come from power play goals. So when you're getting a big line against a team in penalty trouble, I think there's an opportunity for some value here. $10 bet on the Coyotes. I love this play. I was too chicken shit to do it because I value plays just don't do well for me, but I I love this play. Moral support on the Coyotes. I love it, man. What's the number here on the Coyotes? It's a, Plus 210? Plus 210? Yeah, I had 210 before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Panther, what else you got? You taking the Devils? You doing it? I'm not. I was so (laughs) tempted. I don't Actually, the value is probably there. Um, No, the one I'm going to take. Listen, Colorado's on the road. They're going against Dallas. We know know how good Dallas is at home. Like They're they're really good at home. But when do you get Colorado minus 110? Uh, maybe i don't know maybe it's a coin flip maybe there's something there that they're not supposed to win this game but it's colorado minus 110 just out of principle i'm taking the ass for 10 bucks can't argue with the logic uh you know you you look at today's slate like really um boston tampa bay edmonton new jersey new uh islanders uh maple leafs and the avalanche and dallas stars those are some good fucking games i have the stars edging this one out barely especially them being at home i'm gonna lean dallas here all right that's all i got is there any value in the world at taking the flyers against the yeah. flames yeah uh-huh yeah i like it. that one just leaps out at you that i like that one yeah yeah they were at home and both teams are playing like shit so take the value play <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's it's a whole like uh starting goalie situation too i mean if if you know it, it really on on the flyers it all depends on on who is is going to be in goal um if it's uh carter hart i think you know definitely always value if it's sandstrom then you know it's, it's always uh let me let me see uh, uh who they got today projected uh it is carter hart yeah so i think there's some value for sure nice uh any comments to speak of max yeah i th- i don't know if it was said on the air or before the air uh nardog saying real fans don't need an alert to listen to the show uh and then he did uh he did call that mccoy was set to start um, i guess an hour ago that they the uh i pulled kyler for uh it was a quad or injury or something like that uh kyle saying he got smacked around like a Vietnam a vietnamese whore in the <sighs> 1970s by some american soldier who got drafted out of high school that's a very descriptive yeah, uh very specific. Way. <laughs> very specific uh Mike Rose saying we can start now that I showed up once a week. And we did. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, Kyle saying the Chiefs and Jets both got him as well. Panther. Um, Nardog saying Patterson took the kick return record from Josh Cribbs. That's who had the kick return record. Okay. Uh, Ramon saying fucking hilarious. I guess he was talking about the uh, the, the weak uh, touchdown. I don't know if it was my big fuck you to Kyle Pitts or not. That, that set him over the edge. But, you know, hey, fuck you, Kyle Pitts. Uh <laughs> Kyle saying, I think if there's one thing this year has shown us is that there should uh, really be no favorite in the league right now. Any team can literally beat anyone any week, more so than the normal any given Sunday time frame. I, I, I agree with that. I think there's just, you know, a lot of I mean, the Chiefs are finding ways to win. I'll say that the Chiefs are finding ways to win close games. And I think that's going to benefit them in the playoffs. Right. You know, when, when you're fucking, uh, you know, just running past teams by fucking 30 uh, points per game like they were a couple years ago. When you got a close, tight matchup, 
sometimes the you know the the coaching cracks start to show if you're winning the close games that means that you're paying attention to all those little details that that are needed to win games uh and i i kind of get the feeling that uh andy reed this is this might be his most focused fucking coaching uh 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 you know uh, uh season in in a while it seems like he's paying attention to all the little fucking details and adjusting things so dangerous fucking chiefs team everything else is seems to be up in the air um Nardog saying Hodel <laughs> Beckham still looking for a gentleman. Uh, yeah. Kyle saying that D hop is playing today and that he does believe that McCoy with the, you know, the start can, can you know, hang in there today. Ramon, he likes Boston with us Panther. So a little bit of a, a kiss of death on, on the Bruins. He also likes the Islanders and Winnipeg. Uh, let's see what I like on those. Let's I, I, I like Winnipeg and I like the Islanders. I like them both. Yeah. I think those are some pretty good plays. And Mike saying he's got a bounce. Have a great fucking day, gentlemen. And I think it's a good way to end this show. All right, what did we talk about today? We talked about the NFL mostly. What happened yesterday? Uh, the NFL's wild this season, just just out of control. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, we talked about Kyle Pitts. We talked about the NBA and NHL Max, and that's it. That is it. Other than anything but our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, if if, if it's still around. Over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I listen. I, I, whatever. Arizona Coyotes. Oh, I like the big plus line. What were we getting about? 215? 210. 210. Arch. Let's keep it going. Arizona Cardinals. Woo, Arizona Cardinals. Look at that. Oh, we're staying. <laughs> I'd say we're staying in the Arizona state of Arizona, but uh, they're in no Mexico. College? No college? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no college in Arizona today? Uh, let's see what we got going here. We get some agreement. You know what? I guess we'll just take the Boston Bruins. Lots of agreement there, so I can't. I can't be the only one that screws up this parlay. We got the Arizona Coyotes, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Boston Bruins. That is your degenerate parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, we're on Twitter, but you guys know it's the book club. That's where we're hanging out. That's where we're shooting the shit. That is where you can call us out by name, and we will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.